intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you they're crazy or they're they're lazy they're not doing their job when in fact they are trying to deal with their own issues that is Linda Corkum of the Nova Scotia Trucking Safety Association and she's on the show this week to talk about truck driver mental health let's get to it welcome to the dog on it trucking podcast I'm your host Chris Harris safety dog and when it comes to trucking safety the dog is on it please if you would show your appreciation for the podcast by leaving a thumbs up a comment a rating it would help me so much raise the profile of this show and bring it and make it available to even more listeners so thank you very much I appreciate you and your time that that takes now let's get on with the show Hi, Linda. Welcome to the Dog on a Trucking Podcast. How in the heck are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Given it's uh, it's spring, it's a new month, and uh, I think all our snow is gone. Well, for those listeners and watchers, if they're watching a smile or a grin on my face, it's because I've been having technical difficulties causing me some mental stress this morning. And with it being Mental Health Week, it ties right in, doesn't it? Absolutely. I understand what you're, how you're feeling. So, Linda, welcome to the show. We are asking you to come on because it is Mental Health Week, and you are one of the facilitators for the Working Mind um, put out by the Mental Health Commission. And that's how I first met you. You were putting on a symposium here in Ontario uh, for truck, trucking companies. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so the uh, working the C Mental Health Commission of Canada has a, a, a huge library of resources and information available for, for everyone to utilize. However, we are uh, focusing on the trucking industry, and the reason why we got involved in this is we are a workplace health and safety organization. So we look at workplace injuries, what are the trends happening in our industry and specifically in Nova Scotia. And what we noticed is we're doing a good job of reducing the number of injuries that are happening, but the durations are going on longer than anticipated. So when we dug into that, we looked at some of the incidents and identified that perhaps there's more than a physical injury going on here. And uh, it hasn't been identified or hasn't been treated, which is prolonging the time somebody has to be off at work. So then we contacted the, the Working Mind to find out if we could become facilitators for the trucking industry, and uh, they have given us permission to do that. So that's what we do. There are three of us that provide the training for the Working Mind. It is a half-day session for employees, and it's a full-day session for supervisors, managers, and owners of companies. 
Well, and I know I went to the half-day session. Um, part of what I remember the most from that was you teaching us um, about stigma and the words that we use count a lot. Can you talk about stigma? Yeah. Stigma is is a term used when individuals may um, label somebody because of maybe uh, an abnormal behavior or perhaps uh, the way they're reacting to certain incidents without fully knowing what's going on in the individual's own world. We all have family members. We have issues. We have personal issues. Perhaps it's somebody who who you've been uh, affected by because they have been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Or perhaps in a truck driver situation, perhaps they just saw something that has impacted them and they're trying to, to deal with that. And, and, and we label them with they're crazy or they're, they're lazy, they're not doing their job, when in fact they are trying to deal with their own issues and when they don't know what's really going on, that, that labels people, if you will, and it hurts. Well, it, it hurts, and we don't dig deep enough. Um, I don't think we're asking the right questions sometimes of our coworkers and our employees to be of, of help to them if we um, want to help them do the best job they possibly can. What would some of the questions be if I came in having a, um, uh, and because I wear my emotions on my shirt sleeve, usually people can tell when I'm in a mood, as we can call it. Um, if you were my coworker and, and you saw me in a state that was less than optimal, we'll say, in other words, I'm really pissed off today. <laughs> What would you do or how would you approach me? Well, first of all, I would acknowledge that you don't see yourself today or is there something I can help you with? Just acknowledging that you're noticing a change in behavior. And in most cases, that they may say, if, if, they, if there's a change in their behavior, and and you ask you know how are you doing and their reaction is i'm fine that's an indicator that no they're not and some people just like to walk away and want time to themselves however there'll come a point where you have to have that conversation about how are you can you tell me about why you're feeling that way or why do you seem so angry today and just have a conversation a two-way conversation rather than automatically saying, well, you're pissed off, I'll just leave you alone, or whatever. Um, like, likewise with your little uh, problem this morning, well, I could have said, well, call me back when you're ready, instead of saying, okay, let's, let's work through this, let's try this, and let's try this, and, and here we are. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Now, how would, in the trucking industry, where often the supervisors don't see those people that report to them, in other words, truck drivers, because a truck driver is out there on the road doing what they do best. How can a supervisor um, get to know the driver and the driver's mental state a little better? 
Well, as you know, the the person the driver speaks to probably most in the day is the dispatcher. You know, the driver spends, well, all of us spend more than 60% of our time at work. The, the supervisors have a responsibility. It's duty of care for their workers. Without their workers, you don't have a business. So, you know, they're our most important asset. So finding ways to have a conversation with those drivers and, your, and, and all your employees at a time when it is safe to do so, to have a conversation just to say, I want to touch base with you. Or even if a customer calls and thanks you for a delivery, the driver needs to know that he's appreciated. And taking the time to have that conversation to say, you know, how are you? Or how's the family? Or what can we do for you today? Makes them feel valued. People need to feel valued. And there's lots of companies who, who do take the time to do that. And there's no better time than right now with what we're dealing with in, in the world than to step back and say, you know what, I need, I need as a supervisor to call or talk to my worker, whether it's by Zoom or a phone or whatever method, check in with your workers, check in with them as often as you can. They need to feel valued. They are under a lot of stress and, and more so now. They are, they are an essential service and we can't do without them. Yeah, and thank God for truckers. The, and I agree with you. The, when you walk into a dispatch office now, or the ones that I've walked into recently, um, compared to when I was a dispatcher, they are so quiet. Um, with the satellite communications and the texting that's going on today, it is a lot of the communication is done by messaging. And it's so impersonal. It's, I believe it's terrible for our mental health. Um, and so your suggestion of talking to a truck driver on a regular basis, just to check in and just to say, hi, how are you? I think means a lot. I'm also um, special, you know, I talk a lot about truck driver recruiting and turnover. And I think if you can reach out to your drivers and reduce their stress level somehow, you'll retain your drivers much longer because they realize that you actually care about them and they're not just um, an anonymous person moving freight up and down the road in trailer 214. You know what I mean? Do you have other suggestions to make it more personal for the dispatchers and the drivers? Well, the dispatchers too are under a lot of stress too because they've got the customer calling and they've got to relay the information to the driver. So you have all that going on too. But we know that having the conversation, having a two-way conversation, whether it is on the phone or it by the fa- face-to-face, it is a hu- we are humans and we need to communicate with people. So uh, by, by making that contact or when they come in on the road, be there, welcome them back home because they've probably been away for a couple days or a couple weeks. You know, make the commitment to be in that driver's room when that truck hauls up or when they're ready to leave, pat them on the back and say, you know, have a safe trip. You know, we thank you for what you do and uh, we, we hope you come home soon to your family and friends. It's, it's all about making them feel valued. Well, in today's world, patting them on the back may not anymore be the right thing to be doing, but I understand what you mean. It's the, um, it's the recognition. 
lots of companies have safety bonuses and stuff that they give out. And I often say to those companies, a sincere thank you might be worth more than your $25 or $50 bonus for doing certain things, um, especially if it was the owner of the company. Many of my clients are 25 trucks and less. So the owner of the company could easily pick up the phone and over a week's period talk to 25 drivers. And I think in this day and age with COVID and the mental stress that is, is out there, um, just generally, you know, I met you before COVID started. And I was excited that you agreed to appear on the show. Um, and now with it being mental health week and COVID, the stress level for drivers has to be, it has to be elevated at least. As I said, they're always up there. Um, do you have any recommendations for drivers and dispatchers and everybody in the trucking industry how to cope with stress and mental health? Well, what, what I would recommend is uh, self-care. Self-care is important because if you're not well, then you're not able to function at your capacity. And for those people who are in the workplace, if your mind is not on the, the task, you are susceptible to an injury of some type. So self-care is very, very important. Uh, what do you mean by self-care? When you Sorry. know you're not feeling well, when you're not feeling yourself, what do you need to do differently to make you feel better? Whether that's getting up and going for walks more frequently, even short walks, 15-minute walks, it is helpful. It clears your mind. It puts oxygen into your system. Um, eating properly. A lot of the drivers who are now out there, a lot of the truck stops even, are shut down. So a lot of organizations are offering uh, drive-through meals, but there are places where there are no meals. So by packing healthy snacks before you go out on the road is very, very important. It helps keep you alert and safe, as well as drinking water. You need fluids, and then planning ahead to find out where are the stops that you can make to get out, take a rest, walk around, breathe, get back in your truck before your, your, next, uh, your next trip down the road. Yeah, breathing. Um, I've been doing some reading and, and watching on different breathing. Uh, on my cell phone, I now have a breathing app uh, that helps me breathe. How, and this is something, the reason I bring it up, uh, besides the walking, truck drivers have heard that, I think, uh, in the past. So brisk walks can help you a lot. But I'm not sure everybody understands the benefits of breathing as it relates to physical and mental health. Can you talk about uh, that a bit? Yeah, it's, it's an exercise that the drivers can do while they're, while they're driving. I know I do it. Uh, when I can't fall asleep at night when I go to bed, it's, it's inhaling, holding your breath for several seconds, and then exhaling. And it does calm your whole system down. It puts oxygen into your system. It helps your brain. And for me, when I do that, I do tend to fall asleep. So I know it works because I do it. But it's, it's a very easy way, no cost. It's just taking the time to do it. And it, it also helps you use it to fall asleep sometimes. And we don't want truck drivers to do that behind the wheel. 
Um, but I have done my breathing exercises while driving because it does oxygen oxygenate. Can't having a difficult time today even talking. Um, it does put more oxygen into my blood. It keeps me more alert as well, and so, and it also helps me deal with the stress of driving when I breathe properly. Um, so I would suggest. Uh, uh, that drivers listen to their bodies and breathe a little bit more, uh, especially deeply breathing. Uh, when we get stressed, it's a very shallow type, um, I don't know, what do you call it, breathing. Um, so other suggestions for dealing with stress during this, um, during truck driver all the time, but during COVID as well. Listening to music is very calming as well. Yeah. Whether you know, and, and they've all they all have access to music, so softer music is very calming. That also can help you go to sleep uh, when it's bedtime, not while you're driving. But even if you're feeling low or tired, faster music can help you build up that energy to perk you up and, and and drive safely down the road. I know that's what I do when I've had a long day and I'm getting in my car to go home. I open the window, I turn up the radio, and I take 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 in that breath of fresh air and, and I'm good to go. So I understand that that's that is what a lot of truck drivers do. And I'm an old guy and Led Zeppelin in Chicago perks me right up. So, and I know, I know what the music is you're talking about. <laughs> well, it's the music of my generation. Um, you, I'm surprised you know what it is that I'm talking about. So <laughs> with that, um, what else can truck drivers do to have good mental health? Focusing on, on the positive things in life. Like what, what brings them joy? What brings them pleasure? Those are things that, you know, we are very, we are very fortunate to, even though we are going through a COVID-19 issue here, um, we're very fortunate to have the support of Canada and resources that are available to help us. So we need to think just how fortunate are we? You know, if you get up in the morning, it's a brand new day. There's a lot to be thankful for, for those who have family, children, uh, pets, um, different people who are special in their lives. It's, it's a good day. Uh, and I, I think we, one, live in a fantastic country, but we are, we actually live in a great, great time. Um, you know, we do have uh, outstanding medical uh, apparatuses here in the country and throughout North America that we, if we do get sick, uh, it's available to us. Um, I think it's the best of times. I don't know what the future holds, but right now it's a pretty darn good time to be living. Um, we've got the internet, we've got Zoom, we've got other methods of communication. So those drivers that are, that are on the road can at least reach back and talk to their family and, and still be connected much more than they could have 20 or 30 years ago. Linda, oh, sorry, well, what else would you like to uh, have our listeners and watchers hear about? Well, if, if they have never uh, taken the mental health first aid training program, uh, a lot of organizations offer that. 
I would encourage that. There you, uh, you learn about different types of mental illnesses, how you, would, how you should respond to somebody who has a mental illness or how you can help them. That is a, an excellent program and uh, it's offered through many organizations. So that would be something I would encourage companies to have their employees attend. Uh, they are required to take first aid training in case they physically hurt themselves. Well, this talks about what happens if you psychologically are hurt. So it, it's, a, it's a very active, interactive program. I would, I would suggest that. The Mental Health Commission of Canada is the working mind. I, of course, I would recommend that. I would recommend using the apps that they have available and the resources that are online. In Canada, we have what they call the uh, National Standard for Psychological Health and Safety. And that's a document that helps implement psychological health and safety programs in your workplace. So if there's an employer or a manager out there listening, I would encourage them to get a hold of that. It's, it's, a, it's a downloadable free online and use that as a safety talk at your next safety meeting. I think if you haven't started the process about how you're going to deal with mental health um, and health and safety, psychological workplaces, uh, now is the time. We need to get uh, get working on this. You know, 500,000 uh, Canadians a week is too many to be off work. Well, it's to be off work. Um, you know, we're taping this uh, a few weeks after the horrific events uh, in Halifax or in Nova Scotia. Um, you know, there's there, there's evidence of mental health issues almost daily. And as you say, 500,000 people just to be taking a day off of work or several days off of work is a huge cost to the economy and to every employer. So I agree with you. We should be addressing mental health uh, in ways that we haven't done in the past. And I know your program, uh, or sorry, the program, the working mind that you uh, facilitate uh, will help go a long way. And we're going to have sh uh, links down below in the show notes. Uh, for many of these things that you've mentioned today because you've given me the links Linda. Thank you Any parting words that you would like to uh, bestow The only thing I would recommend is Take a look at yourself and how are you feeling today? Do you have the same energy and enthusiasm that you've had before and if not why not? Um, the mental health continuum model, which is available on Google, uh, it, it shows you um, a color code, if you will, the red, yellow, the red, orange, yellow, and green. So when you're in the green, hey, life is very, very good, no issues. Um, a, day like to, a day like you're having with your computer problems and your technical <laughs> problems, and perhaps there's downtown traffic somewhere that sort of puts you down the grade in a little bit where you're feeling a little bit agitated and maybe you're not feeling too good about that happening puts you in a different spot and just using that as a guide for yourself every day saying okay where do i where am i today because really i need to find my way up to that green area if if i find i'm going further down towards the orange and the red if i'm at that red I need professional help. We really don't want our, our industry to get there or anybody else, including their families. I know that there are families that use this color uh, code, if you will, 
to determine what they need to do to help somebody else or themselves come back to an area where they're feeling well so they can accomplish all the things they want to accomplish in the run of a day and work safely. So uh, on behalf of the Trucking Safety Association in Nova Scotia, I want to thank all the drivers for what they do. They always have been an essential service, and now the general public is aware of how essential they are, and I thank them sincerely. And I totally agree with you. And I know just before we end, there's one thing that gets you a little bit riled up. So let's uh, address that. Um, washrooms of being available or lack of washrooms being available for truck drivers. Yes, that, that concerns me. And uh, luckily, I, there's, there's a, a, a post, a, a site, where uh, in different places across Canada, there are um, areas where one can go to the washroom, whether it's to wash your hands, clean yourself up, um, and go to the washroom. Those are basics of life. And it does concern me that there are places in our country where nobody's allowed in. And I can understand that for health reasons. But think about what that driver is doing. The driver is hauling the necessities of life in that truck and a necessity of life uh, that they have at the workplace is to go to a washroom. So if there's anybody listening out there that can help these drivers by making washrooms available, we would appreciate it. Yeah, one of my uh, uh, clients is, um, for lack of a better word, uh, a porta potty company, uh, you know, they have portable washrooms, and their business spiked recently because some shippers who did want uh, didn't want to let the truck drivers into their buildings because of COVID, but they had the foresight or the good thought to put portable washrooms outside and then to maintain them in a clean. Um, way that we would all appreciate and so some of the shippers have really done a great job uh, and others I could ask them to step it up a bit yeah well Linda thanks so much for being on the show um, <laughs> all the resources that you've talked about uh, will be in the links down below how to get a hold of you will be down below and if uh, our listeners and watchers have any questions for you, they can always send you an email. Um, anything else? Uh, do you have Facebook pages for Nova Scotia Trucking Safety Association? What do we yes, got in we the way do. of social media? Yes, we do have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have LinkedIn. And we have our website. And we have a phone. And you can call us. And there's only three of us here. But one of us will answer the phone. And we can do Zoom if that's what you'd like. But uh, no, we have not stopped our operation. We are still open regular hours. Thanks, Linda, so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye for now. I hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate it. Your time and join us again next week for another exciting interview.